0: Hello everyone, um, thank you very much for, for tuning into uh, our new podcast, It's All About the CX. Uh, this is very much a follow-on to the videos that I've been recording on the whiteboard on the sales floor in Oracle Digital. Uh, I'm joined today by my fellow colleague, uh, John Foley. Uh, as our conversation unfolds today, it'll become a lot more apparent why John is joining me today. Uh, it's very much a team effort within oracle again a lot of the views that are going to be voiced today are, are our own opinions and opinions that we formulated through talking to customers over the past couple, couple of months but we very much welcome any kind of questions or queries if you're enjoying the podcast you know please please share it uh, with your with your colleagues uh, fellow peers, and look, it's it's about having a little bit of fun by talking about customer experience, but also maybe having a look a bit, bit more under the hood about what customer experience is, what it means to potential customers and buyers on B2C, B2B, and B2B2C. I know, confusing, but look, we'll, we'll, we'll crack on a bit. Good job there, Ray. <laughs> that was tongue twister. <laughs> It is a bit of it is a bit of a tongue twister, and and look, we've I've had a great great response to the videos that I've 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 been been working on over over the last last few weeks. I've been lucky enough to have John work with me on on a couple of them and him share his insights uh, just from conversations that he's had with customers. You know, look, it's you know. there's no you know silver bullet or, or, or secret sauce to, to what we do here but what we do is you know Oracle is all about data and if we can take your data and actually help you maximize it and monetize it in some shape way or form, I, th- I think you know we'll, we'll, we'll do a pretty good job for you and, and for anybody. Um, look I, today we're gonna kind of cover off three topics. One will be around the power of email. Uh, is it dead? I definitely don't think it think it's dead. We're going to talk a bit about hyperpersonalization, uh, a subject I, I think that's that's become more and more important over, over the last twelve months. Uh, and then lastly, uh, John's going to kind of take you through a bit of a, a customer journey. He he's been working on with a lot of clients over the last couple of months mapping out their customer journeys and where they can actually improve things, uh, how they can actually assist uh, their customers a lot more. So we'll, 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 we'll kick it off with the power of email. So uh, very quick question for you, John. Is email dead? Oh, I
1: shouldn't think so to be honest,
0: otherwise this video is very
1: short. Um, so regards email, absolutely not. It's a phenomenal way actually communicate with customers and directly in. it doesn't interrupt their day either as well as that if you're getting the content right then there's more appreciation and appetite to actually be contacted through that source
0: yeah like look I, I, I I'm a commuter and I tend to have a look at my personal emails first thing in the morning when I'm coming in on the train uh, and the same when I'm when I'm going home home at night on the train and and if there is something of interest there, once I get home and I'm sitting on my couch, I'm gonna consume it a bit better. I'm gonna discuss it with my with my spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it, it it's, when you have more time in the evening times as well. You you'll click through on links. You'll actually you know I've got two young kids once they go to bed. I'm gonna click through. I'm gonna have a read. Uh, if it's something of interest. Like th- there's there's a couple of things about email that I really like it's very non-intrusive mm-hmm. um, you're not you know you're not sending text messages to people you're not calling them up on the phone you're trying to share some information and th- there's lots of information that you can share within an email it can be a new product launch it can be information about upcoming events it can be information about a sale that's going to be happening. It, it, there's so much that you can actually use it for and look you know I gave an example last week of, about Aer Lingus you know they they were their click-through rates are 47 percent like that is just a ph- phenomenal amount of, of click-through rates um. but like from that like they've been able to you know look at you know kind of cross-selling and upselling across their stacks like their, their sales kind of went went through the roof but that just didn't happen overnight for them as well like there there was a whole mm-hmm. profiling process that they had to go through so one of one of the things that Oracle is, is, is really good at is is we we have different products and platforms um, and and depending where a customer is on their journey if they're looking to build up Customer profiles, or understand what platforms their customers are coming coming from. Like there's so many different social elements, uh, you know, Twitter, mm. Facebook, friends, family, uh, WhatsApp, Snapchat, uh, that they can actually consume their information from. So by looking at the likes of different lookalike models, they've been able to profile out ten point six million profiles of. Potential customers I just think that's an, an, an amazing number no matter what market you're in
1: there that's perfect kind of reason for why we should use email still uh, Going back to your original question is email dead absolutely it's not what is dead is the archaic way people have been using it so therefore actually executing a campaign using the data that you have and actually to your next point actually knowing the customer, bringing in the information, making the information relevant. And also, whether it's B2B or B2C, how much information you want to put in the email. So it's really important. And that's exactly what Aer Lingus are doing at the moment. They're finding out where you've been, do you carry a bag, uh, is this information relevant to you, are you using it for work, are you using it for leisure, Uh, seasonality, all that key information that they need to use to actually, make something relevant to you. Yeah,
0: like look, they're are a classic. You know, people use them for, for business travel, for personal travel. Um, I I I just the the stats are just just mind mind, mind blowing, mind blowing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like like it, it kind of brings me onto onto this point around around the you know me, and um, it, it kind of brings it right back up to email. Um, we're in an era where you know people will jump at the drop of the hat if they've had a bad experience with a brand and um, it comes back to this hyper personalization and um, you know when you click onto a website that they already know that you're a user of the site when you logged in they already know that you're like you know buying Nike trainers or you're looking at a new football kit, or if it's a travel website, they know that you've oh you've been looking at this trip to Bali, but do you know what? Here's another here's a trip to Thailand instead. You yeah. know it's mm-hmm. it's almost kind of it's almost information overload. Sometimes when 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 some some sites do this really well, and then there's other sites that just well, I've come across that have, have none. And and this is
1: the reason that we need to hyper-personalize our emails. Because if you're doing a flow, a campaign flow, whether it's B2B or B2C, whether you're in retail, which is my patch, or else financial services or lead gen kind of campaigns, is if a decision is made in the first email, then all of a sudden we're using uh, machine learning or artificial intelligence to actually offer up something down further down the path. So that the second and third email is relevant to what they're doing as well. So that's something key that we want, we need to make sure that we're continually doing.
0: Uh, and that, look, it, it comes down to, you know, how much email is too much email as well. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, and there's a couple of things to, to take into consideration if you're, if you're running different email campaigns. I, I think one of them is transactional sales, where you've got, uh, Customers who it's it's high volume, you know, it could be a clothing retail mm-hmm. company. It it could be I don't know. it, it, it could be the likes of gaming gaming company as well, where it's mm-hmm. it's very transactional and fast paced. Or it could be slightly different, where it's a more considered purchase. Yeah. So you you're talking about you know high profile brands of clothing, where you know they're, they're more seen as an investment. Mm-hmm. And, it's gonna take somebody a little bit more time and, and information before they actually uh, purchase, purchase that product. And, and it comes back to one of the points that I was talking to two years about on one of the whiteboards I did, where when you're looking at that nurture type of campaign, where you know me, but you're drip feeding me information at the same time, relevant mm-hmm. information, because I've been looking at a particular product and you know I might buy this product, but I could also be looking at five other mm-hmm. different different vendors mm-hmm. for for that same product. so put me on a nurture campaign mm-hmm. is Is it a case then uh, as I'm being nurtured, mm-hmm. am I passed to a sales team then mm-hmm. to get the sales team to engage with me properly? you know but if you know me, you know you've got to have proper engine, proper C or M engine in the background, where this, you know me, can be passed into it, and then you've got your sales team then, ready to go to engage with, engage with, engage with, engage with me properly. And as well as that, so therefore, as your
1: level of engagement changes, and your interactions with the site change, we're collecting all this data like you mentioned, and therefore if you have a sales team, and you're working with a sales team, and your marketing team are working with them well. You've got the MQLs, the marketing qualified lead. So as they change, they might change into a, a sales qualified lead, and the whole time that messaging is changing because, you know me exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and look, it, again, like a lot of this is, is just just our opinions on on, on what we've seen. You know, interacting with 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 various different customers uh, and and trying to understand where it is that they're they're trying to get trying trying to get to as well. Um, you know, they they could be looking. You know, come we'll come back here to the power of email. But if you've got a new kind of target market that you're looking to go after, uh, again, you know, it's going to take you some time. You want to. You know use different types of social media to drive traffic to your website you know you want to have some sort of campaign there to be to be able to gather the information gather their details so that then you can start getting to know them and actually give them the right information to actually turn, turn it into into a sale um, and look it, it kind of comes down to our very last point as well, which is in relation to the customer journey. Like a customer journey does not go in a straight line anymore. It's <laughs> it's although it's not linear in any shape, way or form. You know, they're looking at, you know, Facebook, you know, what what are people saying socially? Are they having a look at Twitter? Are they going to your website? You know, are they talking to different blogs of people? And, and different social elements, are they going back to your website? You know, are they abandoning the basket? It's you know, are they coming back to it? You know, on their tablet at home, are they looking at it at work, or are they looking at it on their mobile? It there's just, <laughs> yeah, I, and and we all follow this pattern without even 100%. realizing that we're doing
1: it. A hundred percent. And this is one of the things I was talking. I was over in, uh, up the north of England there yesterday. And I was chatting to prospects and clients. And what we're doing is we're actually analyzing all this. We're, we're analyzing all the different swim lanes, as I call them. So therefore, whether you're on email, on your mobile, or whether you're on Facebook, on your tablet, what are the interactions? And then what the interactions you're taking, is the personalization changing at all? Is the messaging changing at all? Yeah. Because that's incredibly important. Because they're giving you different buying signals or different signals of intent. It's up to you to actually take that information and execute the right campaign that will be interesting and and make them want to make the next move.
0: Exactly. And again, look, it feeds nicely into the the new know me. So if you know that they're following you on Facebook and Twitter and you know that they're going to your website, if you know that they've abandoned a basket in your website, um, like it's it's very much all we're tr- what we're trying to do here is to try get potential customers like yourselves to you know maybe have a look to see you know, where is there a gap uh, within within your mar- within your marketing within your sales within your commerce within your service. Uh, and look, you know, if if you can get this, these right, you you really are on on onto a winner in in terms of, you know, uh, between click through rates, getting customer profiles, converting them into pro prospects into customers, but then actually been able to cross sell, upsell, and then actually retain them, and and. This 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 podcast is is going to be the first in a series of podcasts. Um, unfortunately, we uh, look, we we've got an awful lot of information to share. I know, I know we're not going to maybe go kind of product specific. Um, There's not with with, with with people. It's it's more just to kind of get you to understand where as, as customer experience consultants we we're, we're trying to get people to have a look at or potential prospects to have a look at you know, where is it that we can actually fit in? Is it is it here on their customer journey where there, where there could be some gaps? Is it helping them understand how they get to know their customers better? Or is it around the power of email? Um, one, one thing I'll mention as
1: well, because what we're trying to do is have as many conversations as possible with clients and prospects. Correct. And each business is different. So for example, Barry, when I was chatting to gaming companies, Initially, I would have thought the most important thing is someone to sign up and actually create an account to put a deposit in. Yeah. Except what I found after chatting was it's actually the second deposit's the most important one because there's a higher propensity for them to stay on as customers. So maybe like Cheltenham comes up, someone opens the account, they put their £20 in and over, and they don't bet again for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so therefore, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. having these conversations,
0: and we hope to have them
1: with you as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. But look, yeah. Um, like, look, we're, we, we cover a huge amount of industry verticals here with, within Oracle. And in fairness to John, John is, is very much focused on, on the re- retail space. But again, you've, you've got to think of there's the transactional sale, but then there's also the considered purchase. Um, now I've a mixed bag of B two B and B two C kind of verticals, but look, it, you know, there, there's commonalities be- between the two. Um, like a, a lot of our tools, have you know, it's you know it's 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 made for companies who are who are trying to either start a journey, or they're quite mature along in a process, and um, you know it it could be one of one of the key things that I really like about all our different tool sets is. It doesn't matter if you're using somebody else's crm we, we'll we'll plug into it um you know we're we're, we're a data company we're we know how to extract the data um, to be able to put pop you on this journey to get to know your customers or map out your customer journey like all our modules are connected uh, they're moduli- <laughs> they're connected and modular so, we're not saying to people, you know, rip out and replace what you currently have. Let us come in and complement and supplement uh, what your existing environments, uh, and, and maybe just kind of show you a different way of actually, uh, of, of working. Um, like look, next week we're, we're going to maybe kind of focus a little bit maybe around the, the CRM piece um, and, and how it kind of fits in we will say your marketing elements. Um, like over a series of the next next few weeks, we're going to give you different examples around the different offerings or different pillars that we have here. So look, we really hope you enjoyed and maybe gained something from from the podcast today. Um, look, thanks very much to John. Um, thanks, thanks for having me. <laughs> he, he he only found out um, you know late late yesterday evening. Uh, that he he was he was going to jump 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 on this today, and uh, I, I kind of caught him fresh off the back of uh, customer presentation yesterday. So so thanks thanks for that, John.
1: Yeah, absolute pleasure. Um, and as well as that, like I said, this is kind of an open forum for the podcast that we yep. want. so we, we'd love to get your feedback. And all I'll say is uh, have a productive week. And uh, thanks for having me, buddy.